Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So we talked last week about e-cigarettes and uh, trying to strike that balance between encouraging smokers... Uh, to make the switch if it can get them off tobacco, but also discouraging people from taking up the habit. Uh, certainly e-cigarettes are, well, safer than cigarettes, but obviously they still come with their own risks. And what do we need in terms of policy uh, to manage all of that? Now, we do have federal legislation that deals with all of this, the Tobacco and Vaping Products Act. Part of that legislation involves marketing and advertising and puts restrictions in place in terms of how these products can be marketed. It doesn't ban marketing and advertising, but it does place uh, some strict limits around it. Well, a number of groups are demanding that Health Canada crack down on what they say is a recent explosion of lifestyle advertising of e-cigarettes in Canada. Joining us uh, to talk more about it is Les Hagen, Executive Director of Action on Smoking and Health, one of the groups uh, issuing this plea today. Les, thank you for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Rob. Okay, uh, just so we're clear, are we talking about uh, Ottawa enforcing its existing legislation, or is this a call for changes to that law or the creation of, of a new law? No, this is existing legislation, and in fact, it goes back to the late 90s that prohibits the lifestyle advertising of tobacco products. Now, in May, uh, that, that act, the Tobacco Act, was amended, and it is now called the Tobacco and Vaping Act. And that lifestyle ban, a ban on lifestyle advertising for tobacco, now applies fully to vaping products as well. And, and yet we are seeing a, an explosion of uh, lifestyle vaping advertising on television, in social media, and in convenience stores across the country that is, uh, being re- that is reaching millions of Canadian children and youth. Okay, but marketing and advertising of vaping products is not banned, right? These companies no, can still li- advertise their products. advertising of, of vaping products is every bit as banned as lifestyle advertising of tobacco products under the Tobacco and Vaping Act. Right, but a blanket ban on advertising doesn't exist. Uh, it, that, that's correct. It's not a blanket ban. It is a, it is a blanket ban on lifestyle advertising. Okay, so if companies can advertise their products, they cannot uh, have lifestyle-based advertising. Is it clear uh, the definition as to what constitutes lifestyle I, I think it's very clear, and, and, and your listeners can look it up. It's, it, it's in the Tobacco and Vaping Act, and it basically says any message or image that evokes a lifestyle and uh, the tobacco companies have applied this uh, or have have been complying with the these restrictions on tobacco and now all of a sudden they seem to have forgotten that these restrictions uh, are in place for tobacco and vaping products 
and if Health Canada lets this go, then we or I wouldn't be at all surprised if they start reintroducing lifestyle advertising on tobacco products as well. Rob, there, there hasn't been any t- advertising on television by tobacco companies for almost 50 years. And now they, they are out there. They're, they are out there advertising the, their vape e-pens. And uh, these ads are reaching millions of Canadian children and youth. Okay, but these are not tobacco products. No, but they are, they are subject to the exact same re- advertising restrictions. Uh, when it, uh, lifestyle advertising restrictions as, vaping, as tobacco products. So what would constitute an acceptable advertisement from uh, an e-cigarette company? Well, something that doesn't evoke uh, a lifestyle, something that doesn't uh, involve people <laughs> in, 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 from various demographics like the, uh, these vape ads do, uh, something that doesn't... Uh, uh, you know, encourage children to uh, uh, to associate these products with some sort of interesting lifestyle. Okay, well, the, the, I'm, I'm, this seems really vague. One example cited in in what these your group and others sent out today uh, is an advertisement for Juul, and it says Juul. It it shows what their product looks like, and it says the alternative for adult smokers. What what makes that a, a lifestyle ad? Well, I don't have that ad in front of me. Um, uh, so, and I can't recollect uh, the imagery. Um, so maybe you can help me. Okay. Well, um, what are you looking at? <laughs> uh, I'm looking at. <laughs> there's a number of images sent out. It's it's a white ad. It looks like it's yeah. in the window of some kind of a convenience store. Yes. It says Jewel. It shows the product. It doesn't show any people, and it says the alternative for adult smokers. I can't describe it anymore, less because there's nothing more there. Uh, so I, I can't speak to that ad precisely. Okay, but that doesn't um, but sound the, like the a lifestyle ad then. But the ads we had on display at the news conference in Ottawa today were clearly evoking images of, of, of uh, lifestyles that, peop- that young people would want to aspire to. Okay, so you mean by showing people using these products? Or these people That's look- one way of evoking an image of a lifestyle. That is correct. Not the only way. Well, how else? You know, how else is it done? these products with, with other products that evoke uh, a lifestyle um, or with other messages that evoke a lifestyle. Uh, that lifestyle could be uh, out, you know, um, attending a rock concert or it could be um, attending a, a sporting event or being a part of a sporting event or sporting activity, any kind of activity or event evokes a lifestyle. And and once again, I want to emphasize that the tobacco companies have been adhering to this uh, up until the act became the Tobacco and Vaping Act. They were carefully adhering to the restrictions on lifestyle advertising. That means that the tobacco companies fully understand what lifestyle advertising is. And, And yet they are now promoting their vaping products using lifestyle advertising that they themselves have refrained from doing for 20 years. On okay. Tobacco All right. Well, I mean, Juul is not a tobacco company. Juul is not. Okay. All right. You, you keep referring to these these companies as tobacco companies. Well, what, well, one of them is. So there's the big two products in the Canadian market are Juul, and that's just coming into the Canadian market right now. The other one that preceded Juul was the vape e-pen, which is an imperial tobacco product. What is Vibe your yeah. e-pen? 
What is your group's position regarding e-cigarettes? Is it, uh, do you encourage smokers to, to make that switch, or do you believe that, that, that they're equivalent here, that they're just as bad? Uh, so we believe that uh, e-cigarettes can be used as a means of quitting smoking. Um, but that, of course, wouldn't, but these products should not be promoted to youth, and, and nicotine in general should not be promoted to young people. And um, that the, the medical, the claims that are made around these products should not extend beyond helping people quit. So, but the marketing and advertising rules should not be the same for, for both cigarettes and, and vaping products. Then. No, and, and they are not in the Tobacco and Vaping Products Act. There are two different sets of rules. Right. However, the, the rules are identical when it comes to lifestyle advertising and when it comes to marketing to kids. Who's responsible for enforcing this? Health Canada and the Minister of Health. And what have they said about it, if anything? Well, there's been a complaint in front of them now for 30 days, and uh, we haven't heard any response to that complaint. And uh, there's an explosion in youth vaping in Canada. The rates have gone up 75% between 2015 and 2017, according to Health Canada's own data. Uh, and uh, there's new data out today, in fact, showing that the rates of dual use among youth in Canada now rivals the rates of dual use in the U.S. And the Trump administration, even the Trump administration, uh, through the Food and Drugs uh, Administration in the U.S., is clamping down on dual and other vaping products that are being used by kids. Right. And well, they're, they're, yeah. well they're, rest- kids. they're restricting flavors we have uh flavor restrictions in the federal legislation and they're here, exploring promotional restrictions as well and marketing restrictions right that is the trump administration so if the trump administration acknowledges that e-cigarettes use is a problem among canadian or among u.s kids then we would hope that health canada and our own health minister would come to the same conclusion we have haven't we we have those restrictions in our legislation don't we well, correct, and they're not being enforced. What, what are the penalties that this legislation allows for? Five, up to 500000 per infraction or, and uh, two years in jail. All right. Interesting. All right, Les, we'll, we'll uh, leave it there. Appreciate making some time for us here today. Thanks for this. Well, thank you. Always a pleasure. Likewise. Les Hagan, Executive Director of Action on Smoking and Health. Uh, along with some other groups today, calling on the federal government, on Health Canada specifically, to crack down on this advertising that is out there, they say, that is promoting lifestyle. Not just the product themselves, but promoting a lifestyle. Ads showing people using e-cigarettes looking cool, I guess. Looking like people that young people would aspire to be like, I think is the argument. Uh, the federal legislation, indeed, does spell out that no person shall promote a vaping product or a vaping product-related brand element if there are reasons to believe that the advertising could be appealing to young persons. It also says no person shall promote a vaping product or a va- brand element or a thing that displays a vaping product by means of lifestyle advertising. Uh, Sponsorship as well is uh, off limits. You cannot promote a vaping product or anything that is likely to create an association between the brand element or the name, person, entity, event, activity, or permanent facility. 
So you could not have, uh, for example, the jewel saddle dome or something along those lines. But these products can advertise. So where is that line? Maybe some of these companies are, are trying to push the envelope to see how far they can go in advertising. Because advertising is not completely prohibited, just certain forms of advertising the legislation addresses. But some of it does sound kind of subjective, doesn't it? Open to interpretation, maybe? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.